Tonight, we're very excited to bring back Critically Ashamed. So we all got together and watched a video, except for dumbasses that didn't do their homework. Uh, and now we're going to talk about it. Shamed. And this uh, week's movie was Weird Science. Weird Science. Oingo Boingo. Yeah. No, oh, wait. Fuck. Let's go fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were supposed to watch the show last week, and uh, I didn't watch it last week. But I watched, I tried, I don't know, there's there's some shit, we, you can listen to the last episode. Anyway, uh, I was like, I'm, I'm definitely committed, I want to take notes, I want to do the whole thing. Um, so, there is so much to talk about <laughs> weird science. Uh, not just how critically ashamed it should feel, <laughs> but also like, uh, dude, it has layers. This might be the the best critically ashamed we've ever done. It might be. Uh, so, let's get into it. I guess... Alright, so, let's open with... Oingo Bungui. This, this, Oing- jo- Oing- this is John Hughes, right? John Hughes dire- not only wrote, but directed this movie. Breakfast Club? John Hughes, the likes of which directed Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink, Uncle Buck, and Home Alone. And he also wrote the movies... Or, or he was a uh, credited as a writer on the movies National Lampoons, fucking all of them. Beethoven, Flubber, Drillbit Taylor, 101 Dalmatians, Dennis the Menace. This guy is like, and and less than the writing, more of the directing part. The the Pretty in Pink, Uncle uh, Uncle Buck, Ferris Bueller, a lot of like teenage angst, right? Yeah. Um. So I kind of get, I kind of get the that angle of it. Oh, but this was definitely some teenage angst. This was. Turned to 11. This was as as full-blown teenage angst as it gets. So much so that it's cringy and creepy and gross and weird. Nerd! Yeah, nerd. You don't like boobies or what? The fact that you knew all of that is fucking absurd. Well, I wrote it down. I took nerd! <laughs> he took notes. Who the fuck takes a notepad to the movies? Well, I watched it in my living room, but yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. I'm a nerd. Uh, what did you guys think of the movie? So it was fucking awesome. First of all, there's boobies. Uh, that's the that's how I judge a like really well made movies and potentially right? bigger boobies. There's there's a there's a hero story. Oh, see, I was let down. The bigger boobies didn't even happen. Uh, it's an underdog story. Uh, where, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> an underdog story. Oh, for sure. Actually, yeah. yeah how no, the I fuck is it not that. an underdog story, dude? No, I agree. They win because he figures out how to use computers and scan Albert Einstein into a consciousness. All right, so ma- so maybe that's how we that's how we open uh, the the whole angle of the movie, uh, like the, the the what's going on, the synopsis. I guess can we give a synopsis? Is that sure. okay? Yeah, start there. Uh, so two nerds and they fucking suck at life, and and no chick is ever going to touch their dicks because you know, like they couldn't get laid in a morgue. They couldn't get laid in a morgue. Yeah. Uh they decide that they're going. They're they're watching Frankenstein one night, and they have the epiphany. Oh, what if I could just fuck Frankenstein? Yeah, can I fuck it? <laughs> so then they take that step a step further, and they're like, Oh, well, clearly you could just use your computer to like make a chick, right? Because that I mean that's how that works, uh, science and shit. Nobody understood computers back then. We thought they were capable of far greater things. Than well, I, these guys, than under- iPhones. these guys understood computers. So what they did is they took all of their uh, penthouses, playboys, and pictures of Albert Einstein for some reason, 
and scanned them. Because they wanted her to have a brain and be able to hold a conversation. Which is weird also because they're like trying to create an item that they can fuck and have no uh, agency. Yeah, but but she still... But they want her to have a brain? She still needs to have a brain. Tink. Uh, So they they, um, scan all their pictures in. And somehow they they get all Albert Einstein brains. What's her name? Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. And they create Kelly LeBrock. Now there she is. And Isn't it Lisa? Now let's. She married uh, Steven Seagal. Cool. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, fuck you guys. No, I was being legit. Didn't yeah, it? so Lisa they they the made movie? this chick, but then she was like bewitched status. She was able to like wiggle her nose, magic, and, and make magic. fucking cars and and manipulate any situation as any very. Uh, attractive woman could in the any 80s movie. Oh, see, I didn't even think about that angle. That's good. I like that. <clears throat> Wasn't it Lisa? I'm being legit here. I don't know what you're asking. Lisa? Like her fucking Lisa? name in the movie. Yeah, her name was Lisa. Okay. Okay. That's what I was asking. I thought that was her name in Saved by the Bell or something. So, Lisa No, does. that was Tiffany Amber Thyssen. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, I just pulled that out of my ass, too. <laughs> Lisa Mary. does all kinds of crazy shit throughout the entire movie, including, like, summoning... Fucking cars and girls and people and cars. Freezing grandparents? Pulling yeah. guns on parents? Yeah. Spawning a missile for... Uh, she didn't spawn the missile. The boys did that on their own. They forgot to hook up the Barbie. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Did they forget to hook up the... Okay, so the guys take a Barbie. They connect some uh, fucking alligator clips to it. They scan, they scan all a the bunch pictures. of pictures into the scanner. And then somehow they, like... Hack their way into the fucking power grid or something, and then like a lightning storm comes over, and now boom, Kelly LeBrock is standing in there, and all the furniture is outside their house. And uh, I mean, right off the get go, right off the bat, it gets super creepy because now you've got Kelly. Le- there, she's like, "What do you want to do with me?" <clears throat> Has its own fucking connotations, right? But the two fifteen-year-old boys are like, "Take a shower." Let's take a shower. So now we've got Kelly LeBrock. As a 23-year-old woman taking a shower with two 15-year-old dudes. Which, I guess at the time, was okay? Bro, this is the shit that your dreams are made of. Uh, As a 15-year-old boy. Okay, alright. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, fight me on it. Seriously. (laughs) Hold on, I don't have an angle here. I'm... uh, Okay, how about this? I took took three pages of notes when when I fucking watched this movie. Um... Ridiculous Things has its own page. Scanning Playboys and Einstein's brain. Like, that that seems weird. Uh, kids speaking jive at the bar. That seems weird. That Why can fun. she just create shit out of nothing? She doesn't have her own agency. People... Oh, the picture's dancing. I don't know why. What the fuck? What? Like, is when they're trying to summon her and they're doing their fucking computer hacker nerd shit, then the, like, pictures start dancing and the room turns blue and... Because it's weird science, fucking dude. It's the, not science science. It's weird. <laughs> the <laughs> dog's weird on the ceiling. Uh, anyway, so that was one page. It was just ridiculous things. There's a lot more. The next one was cast. We can talk about that in a minute. And the last one was problematic themes. <laughs> and... For, for problematic themes, I have... Pretty objectionable. Uh, I have, first of all, it's weird just to... to the, the If you watch Frankenstein and you think, can I fuck it? That's fucking weird. That's weird. Right? No. No. You want to fuck Frankenstein? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> no, but it can definitely generate the idea of being able to create a, a very attractive opposite sex. What? You see Frankenstein, he's like, yo, he created like a person. And then you're like, what if I could create a person? 
What if that person? Oh, was clearly like, you want to create an automaton that you can fuck, right? Like and what, what if it was an attractive person? You know that you could fuck. Yeah, well, clearly. Would I, you fuck an automaton? That's that's fucking weird. Would you not? Oh, I would, hundred <laughs> percent. No doubt. No, like not even a single fucking. All right. Mistake. So so carrying on. Uh, also, is right after they they create her or whatever, and she's like, "Whatever you want to do, I'm down." And then they take her and they go to the bar, and then she gives them fucking. Not only does she spawn a, a pink Cadillac to drive to the bar, uh, she also spawns like IDs for them to get into the bar because they're underage, right? Because we have a, a an adult taking a child to two children actually. To, and she uh, helps them get drunk to a bar. So she she helps them get drunk. I've read this book before, <laughs> and then. Uh, Dear Penthouse, I never thought it would happen to me. And then one of them is sitting there, and dude, he straight up starts talking to black people like a black person because he's drunk. Yeah, he does. You, you uh, can't. Wait, did you watch? You watched the wrong movie. <laughs> no, I didn't. I yeah. was there. I no, saw it. No, no, no. You're thinking of fucking uh, Expendables. <laughs> All right, you might be right. <laughs> uh, okay, there's this character named Chet. Mm. My favorite character in the entire movie. He's the older brother. He's a little bit of a bully. Uh, Not a little bit. He's a lot of bit of bully. He's, he's fucking like extorting the, money out of his younger yeah, brother. He's like dude. one of the lead protagonists, bro. But it, that's because it's told from from Wyatt and what, who's the other one? It's told from their perspective. Right? right. But he is extorting money out of his younger brother. And he is also a psychopath and tries to fucking kill his brother and his girlfriend and his best friend and his best does friend's he girlfriend. Though? Does he? Or yeah. is he, or no, is he, he just does. upset that like the house got destroyed and his grandparents are catatonic? Yeah, and upset. You know, not like Dude, we get upset, but like a psychopath gets upset. You know? Yeah, starts waving a gun around. Yeah. No, I, I really like Chet. <laughs> I think Chet is my favorite character. I think... If I could relate to one person, it would definitely be Chet. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> and and if if you watch the movie as you're watching it, I want you to take note. Chet is the only one that has any sense of like, wait, all this shit is not this shit that's happening is not cool. No, everybody else is, just thinks it's fucking normal that there's like mutant bikers riding around and like. There, it's snowing in some rooms, and another the kitchen's pink. You obviously didn't watch the movie. Grandparents are in the dude. You obviously didn't watch the movie. Chet never meets the purple, the, the fucking mutant bikers, dude. Huh? You didn't watch the movie. Chet never meets the mutant bikers. Not Chet. The heroes. <laughs> I'm saying Chet seems to have his shit on straight. He seems to be like, hey. You he's a straight shooter. He's a good guy. You hussies, he's a fucking... You hussies, get out of here. Your parents are worried. He's a man's man. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's I mean, tough. Oh, the, it, really, then, it really says a lot about the movie that, that the the shit show character is, is the is the sane one in the in the group. That's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dude, he comes home in that badass blazer. Tell, tell me that blazer wasn't fucking badass. And then he gets out and he's got a duck. Clearly, he's a good hunter. He's fucking got a duck, right? All his liberty falls out of the floorboards. And then he walks in and everything has gone fucking shit south. Like, way hard. Dude, they're fucking... There's chicks getting sucked up the chimney and stuff. You're he should have been there monitoring shit. Bro, he he, the he chick fucked the off chimney. to go hunting. And then he was like, oh, everything's fucked now. Oh, so this is Chet's responsibility. Yeah, yeah, He's the dude. one that's supposed he to He was be- in charge. No, Chet isn't in ch- These kids are in high school. They no, he was able- in charge. They said at the beginning of the movie that Chet is in charge and he's supposed to run the fucking house. Well, while- then that's a problematic thing because a child <laughs> or a, a, 
uh, adolescent in high school should be able to be trusted to stay home for the weekend without uh, launching like- the piano out of the fucking chimney. Right? I would just like to point out that the chick didn't actually get sucked into the chimney, but her clothes did. No, she did too. Did she? Yeah, she did too. She yeah. got launched out and landed in water for some reason. I don't know why there was water, but there was. Oh, skinny dipping. All right. So now that we're here, let's let's go into the cast. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love the cast. Iron Man. So Lisa is Kelly LeBrock, and Kelly LeBrock is crazy hot. Can we just, I mean, we all agree on that, right? We can at least agree on that. Here, here. I mean, if you're going to create an automaton that you can fuck, it might look like Kelly Brock. That's all I'm saying. That's sweet. Okay. Oh, <laughs> they're in love. Ah. Uh, Does she know that, like, every teenage boy in the 80s jerked off to her? Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, she does. She knows that. She also married Steven Seagal, which, Chris, thank you for bringing that up earlier. Also jerked off to her, you know, banging other dudes. Which is super fucking weird. Dude, can you imagine being married to Steven Seagal? Can you imagine just having to exist in the same space as Steven Seagal for, like, any period of time? Can you imagine being married to Kelly LeBrock? That would be fucking... That'd be cool. That'd probably be cool. Uh, So some of the other people that are in it... um, Iron Man, bro. Anthony Michael Wallace, who was uh, Gary, right? The blonde hair kid. Main, main character. Okay. You didn't watch the movie, I guess. Gary? All right. So, Gary was in SNL. He was also in Edward Scissorhands. I don't know. He did some shit. He's not super famous, but he, you know, he did that. So, Wyatt, Ian Mitchell Smith. I wrote this shit down because I took notes. If you look up Ian Michael Smith in Wikipedia. I thought it was Mitchell Smith. Mitchell Smith, you're right. I wrote it down. I'm reading it. You're you, good memory. Uh, Ian Mitchell Smith, if you look him up in Wikipedia, all it says is American academic. So he's actually a nerd. He's a nerd. He's not even an actor. Dude, he, yeah. he didn't act in anything he just else. He was himself thought. in that. Yeah. Uh, and then aside from that, there were a few other keynote people. Kim Malia? I looked her up. You know why I looked her up? She's the piano girl? Because she's the piano girl, and they showed her tits. That's the only tits that I got to see in the whole movie, Chris. It's not right. You didn't watch it slow enough. There's other tits. <laughs> I didn't go frame by frame. Yeah. Oh, there's a nip. There's a nip right there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Kim Malia is the piano girl, and and I don't... That's that's also on my, like, just ridiculous things that happen. I don't exactly know why, but for some reason, the the fireplace is sucking all the furniture out and launching it out of the, the chimney. Um, so, it, it after it gets all the chairs and all the couches and all the bullshit, it sucks up the piano. And then uh, the piano girl is like, oh, my God. And she grabs the wall, and then it starts sucking her clothes off, obviously. Yeah. And then, and then after she's naked, it... Throws her through the chimney also. She lands in water for some reason. I'd suck her clothes off. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, <laughs> Piano Girl, her name is Kim Malia. She was born in Dallas, Texas. Hell yeah. She was also in Die Hard and Road- Roadhouse. She was also Playmate of the Month in May 1982. And at one point, she won Most Perfect Body in Texas. So, three years before she was in that movie, she was Playmate of the Month. Nice. So, yeah, they knew what they were doing. She was yeah. a Playmate before you were born. She probably won Most Perfect Body in Texas before she won Playmate of the Month. Just probably. guessing. If I had to guess, I would lean that you have the over. So, uh, someone else that was in the movie, uh, just because I recognized him, I wrote I wrote it down. Uh, 
Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Iron Man. Played one of the one, one of, of the, the bullies. bullies. Yeah. But he's like 12. Well, well, I, I maybe 14, 15. <laughs> yeah. Bro, and Bill Paxton was the other one. And he's not he's not that like he's fucking nobody in that movie. Yeah. <coughs> uh yeah, so thanks Chris, Bill Paxton was also in the movie and played Chet and my favorite character fucking crushed it. Bill Paxton not only fought uh, aliens and predators and terminators, one of the uh, one of two that's fought all three. Bill Paxton also had to contend with Lisa, the weird science chick. It's not exactly fair though, because if you're an alien versus predator, you get to do both at the same time. You know, Bill Paxton wasn't in Alien versus Predator. I, but I'm saying, like, if you're in that movie, then you got two out of three already. Yeah, that's cheating. Yeah. Also, in Alien vs. No, Predator, took- they weren't really fighting the Predators. They were fighting the aliens, and they were trying to team up with the Predators. So you're kind of wrong. I'm wrong? No, he was. Oh. Yeah, Bill Paxton was just in three different yeah, movies, me, and yeah. one of them was an alien, one of them was a Predator, <laughs> and one of them was a Terminator. And he was aside from being in a Terminator, he was also in Titanic, Tombstone, Twister, and True Lies, you know? Yeah. So Wait, so he fought a tornado also? Yeah. And he fought a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, Dude, Bill, and a ship. And Bill Paxton was my favorite character. I don't know why he turned into a fucking snot monster at the end. That was kind of out of nowhere, left field. Yeah. Because he pissed off He uh, pissed off the Lisa. girl. Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, I think, what what does he say? I'll, <laughs> at first, I want to butter, butter your muffin. muffin. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? I think you know. Take a guess. <sighs> All right. And then, uh, who else? Oh, the mutant biker. Do you remember the mutant bikers, right? There's one that has a crazy face, right? Yeah, he's got like half fucking metal. There's one with a mohawk who was kind of, I guess, seemed like the leader. He was leading the chick around by the leash. And then there was one that just looked scary and rode a a motorcycle through the house. That one. That's the one I'm talking about. His name is Michael Berryman. Uh, He was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Hills Have Eyes. I knew I recognized him. And I think I recognized him from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. This is a classic case of you need to teach your dogs gun safety. Huh? Huh? Different show. He was also in all the Star Trek movies. He was also in Beastmaster and The Devil's Rejects and The Crow. This motherfucker has been around and I've seen all these movies. So like it's it's kind of weird that I saw him and I was like, I think I recognize that guy. I should look him up. And then it's like, holy shit, he's been in like 11 movies that I've he's seen. seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's actually got a pretty good cast. So It was a little too, uh, like, for how fucking weird it was, it was a little too like, oh yeah, the, the nerds won and fucking friendship and magic and fucking 80s, bro. We're banging the chicks now. Like, I, I don't know. It, it was a little you too You just described the, the 80s. Like... Those are all descriptive words that could be used for the 80s. It was a little too on the nose for me. Yeah, makes sense. You're born in the 90s, right? Yeah. It, so, once he finally, like, quote, air quote, I'm doing the air quote thing, scores the chick or whatever, uh, he goes to kiss her, and then he grabs her butt, and she's like, oh, and then she goes, oh, and she keeps kissing him, and then she's walking inside of her house, and he goes, hey, I love you, and it's like the day he fucking met her. Wait, also, at the same time, he was like... What do you mean on the nose? She was like, I'm going to be grounded for like a month. And he's like, I'll wait for you. And then when he goes to grab her ass, he crosses his fingers and then grabs his ass. Yeah, it's... uh, His his ass? Her ass. ass. (laughs) There's there's a lot of 
problematic it, things that happen in it this didn't movie. age well problematic it is the only fucking way i can describe it <laughs> it's uh it's not upsetting because i don't get offended easy easily but I, I did watch it and i was like holy shit wait that- we we glossed over the fact that at the very end uh lisa shows back up as like the gym teacher and she's in like stilettos in a fucking gym uniform hell yeah like doing fucking paddle something and then <laughs> And then she's like, drop and give me 20, and all of them just faint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's also an arbitrary uh, Ferrari chase scene. Oh, yeah. I don't really know why that happened, but they jump a train, so that's cool. Uh, you know, clearly you need a train jump if you've got uh, a Ferrari. No, come on. They didn't jump a train. They, they, jumped they in, raced the train. Whatever. They, yeah. You know what I mean. They jumped in front of a train, and the cops were like, oh, God dang it. Darn it. Dab nabbit. Those fucking guys got away from us. There's definitely a lot of shit happening in this movie. Uh, I like it. What a weird night, huh? That's that, <laughs> that's like she sums it up in one of the last quotes of the whole movie, and it, it like summed it up for me too. I was like, this was fucking weird. This was weird. The whole movie was a giant nothing burger. There's <laughs> fucking nothing, dude. There was no substance, no fucking like moral, no fucking anything. It was just like. Wow, that was fucking weird. <laughs> Check it out. We're gonna do it again. We're gonna go harder. The fucking missile. There's a missile. I don't. I don't know. A miss. Like what? Yeah, Why? like a nuclear missile just spawns in their house, and they're just because like, they oh, forgot that's, to hook up sucks. the Barbie, dude. It comes through the floor, and now they've got a missile in their. They house. forgot to hook up the Barbie, and the current went and caught the little GI Joe missile, and then they had a missile in the house. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't paying that close of attention then. See? I guess should took him better notes. <laughs> so now there's a missile in the house. So why were the people dancing in the in the pictures Harry Potter saw? Why did they have to wear bras in their head? Why did the dog sit on the ceiling? I don't know. It's weird. It's not science science. It's weird science, bro. <laughs> it's not science at all. It's just fucking weird. The whole concept is weird. Uh, I don't. I don't really know what uh, was John Hughes. I don't really know what he was going for. I like. Oh, I think he nailed it, dude. I think he nailed it. I think he. I think he accomplished. Look. Look, how many years later, almost... Hold on. Almost this, 40 years later, we're watching this movie and going, holy... Is I, this I just, laughed. And if you tell me you didn't laugh, you're fucking lying. Is this just a journey into, like, a high school guy's fucking mind? Yeah. But is that the whole thing? But Hold in, on. I'm starting to learn ni- it. But I'm it's set in 1985. No, 1985 is whatever. Uh, like, if you could if you could just jump into a, a high school guy's mindset, right? He's like... Oh, I want to fuck chicks and drive Ferraris and like missiles and fucking, you know, that like, that's it. There, there is no substance. There is no story. There is no theme. It's just fucking chaos all the time. What was the high school movie that started with an R and it was something that started with an R and then high Ridgemont high Ridgemont high fast times, fast times Ridgemont high. It's the same. It's the same price, except that one was in 1975 and this one was in 1985. Neither one of them aged well. Go back and watch Rich My Eye again, bro. Dude, uh, no. No, no, no. no. There, there's no explaining this. This movie is weirder this than is a fucking zoophilia fetish. Like, this is a fucking wild-ass movie that has no fucking theme, right. no it's fucking point. It's halfway between Ridgemont High and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's literally exactly halfway between those I two. I think you're off the rails, bro. I think this is fucking ten miles past Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like, going around in a, in a phone booth, traveling through time, that, I don't know, that could happen way before any of the shit and weird science 
happens. So my, I feel like those things are the same price. My ultimate point would be that it is, it, it's supposed to be nonsensical, right? But like at the end of the day, they still tried to tell a fucking theme or a story. And I don't said, think they had a theme. No, think- it, it, they did. Because remember like the, the, the girl, Lisa is like, of course I'm hurt. Like I, but I wanted this for you guys. And they, they tried to do a fucking story with it. And it was like, you could just leave that shit out and just, just make it bitches and fucking Ferrari, Ferraris and, and missiles. And, and, yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Parties. Yeah. And motorcycles. But 80s. <laughs> Make it, it. This should have been Project X for the 80s. It and was. And instead, it was like Project X for the 80s with like, <clears throat> oh, hey, it's okay if you're a fucking nerdy dude. You'll find somebody eventually that loves you for who you are. This and was it's like, high. no, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck you. And fuck your whole theme. No. Those nerdy dudes are never going to get laid. Fuck you. It was entirely because they created you on the fucking computer, which is some fucking crazy-ass bullshit. That's not ever going to happen. But at the end of the day, the theme is not fucking, oh, somebody will love you for who you are. The theme of the day is, oh, we made a fucking fleshlight that had feelings. (laughs) It didn't even have feelings. It wasn't even a person. It had no agency. (laughs) Like Kelly LeBrock had no agency in that movie. None at all. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Yeah. I, I think, I think this is... This is a deep dive into uh, a high school guy's brain, right? I don't know if a high school guy, most high school guys, can really grasp like an overarching theme or a bigger picture. Anything past (laughs) just like mutant motorcycle missile fucking pussy, you know? Like that's it. That's all. That's that's where we're at. It's just a crazy. And yeah, we're trying to teach fucking nineteen eighty four and to kill a mockingbird in high school. And what we need to be (laughs) teaching is fucking triple X and goddamn weird science. (laughs) Varsity blues. Yeah, it's a. It was a wild ride. It was a wild ride. I. That's literally what I said when I got done. I turned it off and I walked to my bedroom and I looked at my wife and I was like, "That was a wild ride." (laughs) (laughs) And I went to bed. And you know, it took me a little while because I was still trying to process shit that. There's really no fucking meaning to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to find it. Did I'm, you dream about Kelly LeBrock? Ah, oh, who doesn't? I was doing that anyway. <laughs> uh, so, critically acclaimed for me, and I have one more thing. Uh, I just saw the trailer for it. Back to the Future 4 is coming soon. God damn it. <laughs> well, we'll do that when it happens. Wait, I'm wait, not- wait. I have, I have my one more. So Gator didn't watch the video, which is why he's been silent. That's right. But he sent another Ooh. video of another movie from 1985 that had science in the title, and I watched that. What was it called? My Science Project. Was it good? Maybe better. But we'll get to that next time. But it did right. have a song. So, it so did. It did have a song. So we have a, we've brought back Critically Ashamed. Uh, before, before we go into next week and next week and next week, uh, <clears throat> I want to ask, Critically Ashamed, Critically Acclaimed? Acclaimed for me. It was a wildly successful You like it? Movie. You think this should, this, we should proliferate this? Absolutely. Critically ashamed, dude. dude. I think... Yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite. Absolutely ashamed. They, like, they should be ashamed. This, this movie is abhorrent. This movie... The only thing that saved no, this no, movie no, no, no. No, was no, no. Kelly Brock being smoking hot and Bill wait, Paxton wait, wait, being wait, Bill so Paxton. So let me get this clear. Are you, you're a fan of censoring this movie? I'm not saying censor it. I'm no, talking no, no. about hold on, it. Hold That's on. the time out, time out, time out. I might have to take Chris's side here. I might. Because that movie was... It's a born. It's fucking terrible. It's, it's an awful movie. But I would absolutely recommend somebody to watch it. So it's acclaimed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to claims. Why would you recommend somebody watches it? I mean, you have same fun. reason I'd recommend somebody to watch like you took Gone in sixty seconds. And went, wow, that was a wild ride, and you laughed your ass off. I don't care what you say. You, I know you laughed. Same reason I would tell somebody to watch funny. Gone in sixty seconds. It's a fucking. Ter- it's a terrible movie. No, Gone in sixty seconds is good. It's awful. I'm not going to argue this right now. Yeah, you're wrong, but uh, okay. But at the same time, it's absolutely worth a watch. You should a hundred percent watch that movie. Uh, how about this? If if you watch Weird Science, it should be for the uh, the, the, the titties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the titties. Absolutely, Kelly LeBrock. Uh no, dude, it's a, it's, and, a, it's and contextual need, for me. For me, 1985 was I don't I like people I, need to they need to grow a thicker. Skin. You were three. Don't give us that bullshit. You're right. I was three, but when I watched that movie in 1990, I was seven, and it made a little more sense then. Probably than it does now. <laughs> so, if you watch this movie, it should be because uh, people need thicker skin. People need to not get upset. They need to see some shit that might upset them, and this might be upsetting. Well, and it's uh, context- like it's contextualized. Also, there's it's all fucking silly and stupid anyway. Like they couldn't make Pulp Fiction right now. If you if you're if you're does gonna that mean that you if you're gonna get upset, uh, god damn it. I, it shouldn't. I, I don't know where to go. It shouldn't upset you. It it probably will, but you, I don't know. Get get. You should enjoy it skin. and laugh it's, at it. And as it's uncomfortable, and it's ridiculous. Be like, it's, yeah, it's stupid. Ridiculous over the top, fucking stupid. There's a fucking snot monster, dude. There's mutant bikers and missiles. Like, I, it's dumb. It's dumb as fuck. And so, like, when they do the shit that you're like, this is you know kind of fucking out there. This is kind of offensive. Take that and group it with the snot monster and be like, oh, this whole thing is fucking dumb. It's super it's fun, and I'm glad that we all watched it. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's a phenomenal movie, and I would recommend anybody that is listening to watch it. Uh, that said, it's going to be... I I'll say know. I'll never watch this movie again. Never again. It's going to be a thing. Like, it's going to be a process. You're going to have to watch it. Like it's gonna, yeah. You're going to have to try which is hard. And then you're going to have to process some emotions, you know? Maybe. You might have to, like, reconcile some thoughts. I didn't. I just laughed. Unless you're a big dumb animal, and then you can just watch <laughs> it and be like, yeah, yeah, stupid fucking. All right, Chop. Fair. Next. So, Chris, you already you already called. Once uh, Back to the Future comes out, we're going to have to do that. We're going to have to. But before that, we have a little bit of time, right? Oh, we have a lot of time. So before that, Chop. What's the next critically ashamed? No, this is Gators. Gator, what's the next critically ashamed? Oh man, I'm up. Uh, My science project. Yeah, we'll do that. Which has a lot of similarities. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, makes sense. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll it'll be a wild ride at least, right? Yeah, it will be that. I promise you, because <laughs> I have seen it and it is fucking ridiculous. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Well, uh, that's critically ashamed. Don't fucking click Critically like. acclaimed, bitch. This is a good movie. Don't click like. Don't subscribe. In fact, don't even comment. Do nothing. Fucking tell your friends not to listen. Fuck you.